0: Hello and welcome to DKI, Digital Era Entertainment's weekly anime podcast. I am your host this week, Joel, and we have a very uh, eclectic group with us this afternoon. So usually it is myself, Franji, Emmy, and Mario. Emmy is continuously busy with Redacted, and she will continue to be busy with Redacted for some time. But we can assure you it is very good Redacted to be busy with. We're very excited for her and her Redacted uh meanwhile mario is doing another panel with GalaxyCon. do be sure to check them out i don't know what panel he's going to be hosting today but he's uh, doing the last of his research and prep for that and we don't want to kill his voice before paid gig meanwhile broadcasting live from frongiville in the municipality of frongiland down the highway from frongiburg fresh off of a vocal session but she's made it here anyway today we have frongi
1: hello everybody
0: Yes, uh, so she might not talk quite as much today because saving her voice or rather, you know, just taking care of her voice, but we're glad that she made it anyways. Uh, so since it was going to be just Franji and I, and we also weren't sure if Franji was going to, you know, have a voice at the end of her three-hour session, I, you know, sent some lines out to a couple ringers, and I got multiple bites, not to mention one from Franji's neck of the woods. So please welcome the first of our guests this afternoon from the Radio Drama uh cast i suppose first off is mary
2: hey howdy hey
0: also from the radio drama cast we have hayes hello and welcome back to dpr yes uh as he discussed during our pre-show for those of you who weren't hearing we will be having a six-hour discussion regarding best girl and then doing a discussion regarding what is cuter caterpie or Wormple. Oh, no, the, the best girl discussion is 15 minutes. Six hours is on Caterpillar Wimple. That's the oh, really yes. happy discourse. Yes. Uh, thank you for the correction. And finally, uh, we have someone who I've never actually met before, at least until five minutes ago, Tamsin. Welcome aboard.
3: Hi, everyone. Glad to be here.
0: So, Tamsin comes to us courtesy of Frangi. Very excited. And as is usual with the DKI podcast, we do things on the fly, we do things live, and we didn't actually set our topic for today. So, for our guests, we usually start off with a quick recap of things that you've watched over the past week, and we'll get to that. But I guess let's first decide what we want to talk about. Past that, that way, while we're going through our weekly recaps, people can be thinking about what they want to talk about for our main topic. The uh, two main options that we had after an initial screening in Frangie, I never actually heard what you did or didn't want. Would be uh, characters that impacted you, or trying to remember a anime plot potentially badly. Does anybody have <laughs> any big preferences here?
1: <laughs> I don't care
2: which one. <laughs> I was cool the one with... who
4: brought
0: up Try to Recall the Plot, so I'm definitely
4: down for that.
2: I'm cool with either. Is the try, try to remember the plot, you tell us a name, and then we just try to remember it, or we just give you the plot badly and you try to guess it.
4: It's more of... I'd think of a show you saw, like, maybe in the early 2010s or late 90s. Late, late so, naughties.
2: most of the anime that I show, anime watch group, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> oh, I want to do that,
0: actually. That sounds fun. <laughs> okay, so, uh, anime plot recall. And I guess <laughs> we can do a bit of you describe the plot badly and trying to get it to guess, or just one that you yourself partially remember, and uh, the rest of us will, uh, you know, pull up Wikipedia and see how right or wrong you are. We're going to do this a bit freeform. Like I said, DKI is a very casual podcast. Don't worry, folks. Even if you don't know what you're doing, we don't know what we're doing either. So we're going to have a good time regardless. Uh, So I guess in that case... Let's just start with the weekly recaps. Franji, did you have a chance to watch much this week?
1: <laughs> um, I'm still keeping up with Fruits Basket, Moriarty the Patriot, and um, My Hero Academia. But I also did get to binge, like, all the episodes that are currently out of To Your Eternity, um, because that one definitely captivated me. It's it's different. I like it. Uh, and that's about all I've done. I gotta say, I screamed at this week's episode of Moriarty the Patriot, because some of it just got ridiculous in the best way.
0: It did. <laughs> So, uh, but that's it for Tamsin, me. Hayes, and Mary, uh, Franji, and I have been collectively geeking out about Moriarty the Patriot over the past several weeks. I don't know if any of you all have been watching that one.
2: No, but you know what? It's been coming up on my Shonen Jump app because I am a binge reader and I've debated about it because I've heard you talk about it. And I'm like, this could be interesting. It is it's a
1: great really iteration of Sherlock Holmes. It's Ooh. great.
0: It's not, you know... An Entirely faithful iteration of Sherlock Holmes, but it best. is very, very fun mm-hmm. and just witty writing. So I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, the boys it.
2: are pretty. Oh, oh, then you've got me. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I've, gone, listen yeah. I've gone through bad anime because the boys are pretty. That's me watching Utapri, okay?
1: Oh, then you don't need any other reasons to watch <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Mario Party, the Patriot or read it. No.
0: We had no. it as our eighth best anime of 2020, and the hook line in our best of video was hot anime Sherlock characters. Enough said. I remember Utapri, 1,000% love.
2: Is Listen, I love the music. I love the characters. That's not a good anime plot.
0: <laughs> well,
4: plot
2: I guess
0: case, it's your turn, strong. Mary. What have you been watching this past week?
2: Okay, so this past week, as of yesterday, I, <laughs> I uh, caught up with all that I could for free on Funimation for My Hero. And then um, I somewhat recently finished uh jujitsu kaisen uh Mm. after after i binged it basically after the anime watch night that we watched the first episode i went "Mm, here we just go and i binged it and then i started watching the english dub uh with my uh, boyfriend cameron because he doesn't like to read during stuff so i watch i'm i'm a sub person so i watch the subs and then i uh like the dubs with him uh but i watched that uh and then i also watched all of way of the house husband Oh, no, how is that? First... It's so the animation is weird. Uh, uh,
4: if by weird you mean non-existent,
2: because what? and I don't remember who was telling me this. It may have been Cameron who looked into it, but it was the fact that like the mangaka didn't want a true like they they were fine with doing like a um, a real life adaptation, uh, but they didn't want an anim- anime of it. So they went, what if we take the comics and just move them a little bit? And that's the animation.
0: Yeah, it looks like (laughs) early 80s, 70s animation where it was just, you know, you can see that there isn't really a budget in the animation, that it's just sort of sliding over the surface.
2: But is the story good? It's the same as the manga, so it's fantastic. (laughs) All right. Uh, and then I also started the first episode of um, World Ends With You last night. And oh, nice. I have I have my grievances with that, but that's just because I'm very picky about when animation's done. Because I'm just a very visual person. And the fact that they go between what looks between like 2D and then the 3D.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and, now, have you there's... played The World Ends With You?
2: Yes. So okay. when that game first came out, I played it. I have a very bad thing about JRPGs and that kind of thing of I play it and then I drop it. So I, of course, dropped it, but I super want oh, okay. to it. Oh, okay. Because I can completely sympathize
0: with really the animation. Um, oh, yeah. I've been watching it so far. Uh, I'm caught up on it. And I would say that it is a B plus A minus game to anime adaptation. I think the pacing has been pretty good so okay. far. They've hit all the important beats, pun half intended. <laughs> and uh, the animation really is sort of the thing knocking it down a little bit because the the noise, as they're called, mm-hmm. were not animated in a different style in the game. It was still just the normal two D. So I don't know yeah. why they really felt the need to do this in the anime. But
2: the noise, tra- the, it's the characters being three D is all right, but the noise translate weird. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really what brings out that the characters are in three D the most. Is that the noise translates weird? It's it's almost the exact opposite for Ruby. Of sometimes, like the characters will be like their three D models will be off, but the grim always look fantastic. Yeah, you know. But, uh, but as for the
0: story, I think they're doing it pretty well so far, and I'm looking forward to it. Did you hear mm-hmm. the thing about the opening?
2: No, because I've only watched the first episode, so um, I didn't get to see the opening. So originally,
0: the- they were gonna have an opening done by a big band. I can't remember who it was, but. About four days before the premiere, one of the uh, lead singers in the band was arrested. (gasps) So they had to remove the opening, and they just shoehorned in Twister, which, to be fair, is a very good song. But the opening now is just Twister run through twice, and it was supposed (laughs) to be an original piece. And you can tell from the animation in the opening that it doesn't quite match up. It doesn't look awful. But uh, the production crew... Really, just got shafted there.
2: That is unfortunate, wow. but I love their music so much that I'm glad that it's also just original. Yeah, music. it
0: is just Twister, and Twister is fine, and it's the type of thing that if you've played the game, that's what they use as the opening sequence in there. So it it feels like it was made to be an opening for an anime, anyways. The animation just doesn't quite fit because of that. But anyways, uh, Hayes, what about you? Have you been watching much of anything? Because I know that you don't watch a ton. But when you do watch, you binge. Well, I don't uh, generally watch whatever's coming out in the current season
4: uh, because time and my terrible attention span. But I do tend to watch things when I get on my calls with my friends. And so last week uh, on Friday, my friend said, hmm, you know what? I'm feeling like some real just hate watching. Oh, dear. I said, uh, well, I have a thing for you. Um, but first, in order to, like, be in a healthy place, in order to hate watch, we need to watch a couple episodes of How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift?
2: Oh, Mario mm, yes, would good. love you right yes, now. Yes, 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 yes.
4: Uh, and so we stretched, and we did, did some push-ups. Well, she did push-ups. I can't because I have a surgically repaired wrist. That's right, I'm bionic. Um, and then we then we watched, oh boy, How Not to Summon a Demon
0: Lord. Oh boy. Which is not Ooh, the worst boy. trash to ever trash. It's not the worst. Because I've seen some episodes of it, but, um, it's very trashy. It is very trashy. It's not good. It's like, you,
4: you, you pick a trope. It's in there and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. mm, uh, man, that's so much boobies.
0: Oh yeah. And you, you like your fan service here. have a, have a triple helping of fan service. You know what? Make it a quad, quadruple, I don't know, quintuple. There's a lot of fan service in this thing.
4: Yeah, there really is. So speaking of fan service, the next week I had the pleasure of, uh, continuing to introduce one of my relatively new friends to one of my favorite shows. Kill Lum Kill. Good man. Woo! Uh, and that's one of those shows where you can't just show it to somebody. You have to be like, all right, I, I know what it's going to look like, but I need you to stick with me on this. And we just got <laughs> to the halfway point. The opening yes. has changed. The game has changed. I won't say
0: anything else.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Tamsin, what about you?
3: So I am in a situation very similar to Hayes in that I am notoriously bad at keeping up with anime as it's coming out. I sort of kind of end up binging many, many moons later, whatever was dubbed as good by the general public. And so from this season, I have a bunch of things on my to-watch list. Um, so Odd Taxi, which actually ended up... Mm-hmm on the list because I, I listened to some episodes of Dekai and I was like, oh, this this sounds like it, it might be worth the time. Um, and, But I have been rewatching uh, some uh, oldies, but well, not so oldies, I guess. Is 10 years old, old considered now? I don't or? know. We're
0: in that weird space where 10 years old doesn't feel like it should be considered old, but you also can't consider it recent. Uh, but anyways, which which show are you watching?
3: So we've just rewatched uh, Madoka mm. and not the movie, but the anime. And Did you hear Ma- about the
0: announcement regarding Madoka that happened a week or two ago?
3: I did see that there's a new movie coming out. I haven't heard much about it and I haven't seen This is the second Madoka movie, right?
0: It'll be the fourth. Oh, the fourth. Because, well... well.
3: Like I said, really the, behind on the, the times. First two
0: movies were recap movies, and then there was Rebellion, and Rebellion was all new content. So it's the second movie of all new content.
3: Okay, so, well, I haven't watched the Mataka movies, so I suppose if.
0: You just need to see the third. If you've seen the series, all you need to see is Rebellion.
3: Is it, is it worth watching? Would you say yes. it's like a good pick? Okay, great. Then I, I'm, That's definitely going on my list.
0: And it's important. Uh, assuming that they pick up where they left off, you will need to watch Rebellion. Otherwise, nothing will make sense. And to be fair, half of Rebellion won't make sense anyways, but that's a symptom of Modica, not a symptom of the movie.
1: Tamson and I have a friend. I'm pretty sure that she like vehemently will not watch the movie because she's afraid it'll ruin her favorite character or something like that. So I think that's why that's why I haven't watched the Madoka movie either. Exactly. Yeah.
4: How and in what way Rebellion is canon is kind of a question that's honestly debatable. Huh.
0: Yeah. Good to you know. I <laughs> can't say much without it getting into really heavy spoiler territory really quickly. Yes. But I think it's still very good.
4: It's certainly well, worth I- watching for the animation alone and nothing else.
0: Yeah.
3: I guess I will head into it thinking of it as uh, an AU uh, adaptation, just some alternate universe reimagining of characters. I'm
0: biting my tongue. I can't say anything. Same. So Spoiler, Anyways, uh, anything else that you've been watching?
3: Um. So also uh, after Madoka, we rewatched Mob Psycho One Hundred, which is. Mm. Excellent. I guess it was not a rewatch for for me. That was my first time seeing it, and I absolutely fell in love with the show. Um, I don't think I've laughed, like legitimately laughed that much at a show in a very long time. And the characterization and just the way that it kind of is over the top, but is also very heartwarming, was just it, it just kind of hit all the points for me, so I, I very much enjoyed it. I've never. No, even you still haven't seen part. that, have you? Neither no, have I. No, I did finally
0: see it. I okay. did. I didn't see it. It, it took I, me a couple I, tries genre? to get over Reagan because Reagan, he, I just hated his character at first. But to his credit, or to the writer's credit rather, I realized that his character was written to be hateable, and that his character grows throughout the series. Ah, uh, Frangi. to the question of what genre is it? It is. Supernatural action comedy, I suppose would be the best way to put it. Oh, it's done from by the, the people. Title? That's
1: not what I would have thought. It's done
0: by the people who made One Punch Man.
1: Oh my gosh, oh, that yeah. speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's amazing.
0: So yeah, I. It's not the same archetype per se, but it is very much you know you have an overpowered character who is a bit laxadaisical and is trying to make their way in the world and figure out just, you know, how to how to be a person, how to emotion.
1: That sounds hilarious. Okay, I'll have to put it on my to watch list then. Yeah,
0: it was very oh. good. One that I'm, yeah. you know, it's not top all time for me. I know there are some people who regard it much, much higher than I do, but I still found it very enjoyable. Speaking
4: of uh, that, that period of like 10 years ago now, I, I'm reminded of, uh, Joel, maybe you can like val- 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 validate this for me. I'm reminded of an old Sam and Max quote where they went to a, a, a TV studio, I think, and they said, yep, this is where they make the shows that are too old to be new, too new to be retro, but consistently derivative enough to be popular. And is that where 10 years ago is now for us?
0: Ooh, geez. I think you just described the whole isekai genre.
2: Ooh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> also joel i noticed this uh when when tamzin was talking the three people that you've invited are all people that are like i watch anime when i have time but it's also all old stuff because i don't have time
0: <laughs> uh, you've uh, you all have gotten a little bit of new stuff and to be fair you know you know odd taxi is new my hero is still airing and eh, that's fine and i suppose that i cover enough for all of us because i'm uh watching 14 shows this season
3: You're crazy. Like a madman. Wow.
2: (laughs) I don't
0: mean to. I just... Listen, I'm not... Officer, I didn't mean to watch 14 times as the am (laughs) like... (laughs) Yes? It helps when you're able to spread them out. So it's like, you know, I'll watch four episodes in one day, because that's not even an hour and a half, and then four episodes another day, which is not even an hour and a half. So when you're splitting it up and not watching 14 episodes in a single sitting, it becomes a very manageable amount. It's actually it's just fine. It's still but, uh, a season's worth of anime more than that every week,
2: Joel, but to be I fair, a season's you...
0: worth of anime is basically two movies a week. That's not much,
2: Joel, I want to give you a hard time about your watching, but I also am a person that's like, this is good. And then I read like three hundred chapters in a day. So,
0: <laughs> and the thing is just, <laughs> How much time is it? And if you're enjoying your time spent, then it's time well spent. But anyways, um, I'm not going to do full recaps on all the stuff. Um, My Hero and Fruits Basket are continuing to be really good for their genre. Moriarty is great. Uh, Shadow's House is one of my overperformers for the season. I've been harping on this one the past couple weeks, but since I have three people here who I haven't spoken highly of it to, Shadow's House is really good. <laughs> um... I Killed Slimes for 300 Years and Maxed Out My Level is very similar to Bofuri, Maxed Out My Defense, where it's an overpowered isekai, but it's just super wholesome and actually fun and feels surprisingly refreshing, even if on paper there's nothing new about it. Uh, Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song, I still don't know why it's called this, but this is one of the best time travel series since Steins So if time travel is to your liking, Vivi is something to watch. Uh, Odd Taxi's been really good. Um, I don't know if people have been aware of it, but there's one called Combatants Will Be Dispatched, which is done by the people who did um, Konosuba. And that's been good. I wouldn't call it as good as Konosuba, but... If that's your type of comedy, you will enjoy the series. Uh, And then there's just been other ones scattered about, but uh, yeah, good stuff. It's been a strong season overall, which is really good to see. It is hard for anything to be as good as Konosuba, because Konosuba is uh, exceptional. You know, I don't like Konosuba as much as some people. It just didn't hit my particular brand of humor. I'm. I'm not going to say. Oh, it's I, bad. I had to stop. I had to stop the show a couple times and just pick it up, back up later because there are some jokes in
4: there that are uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, there are. But when it's when it's hidden, it's hidden so hard. It does. But yeah, so combatants will be dispatched if you want to give that one a try. And yeah, so I guess might as well get on to the main topic. And uh, you know, we've had all of fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, maybe to think about stuff. So. Trying to remember anime plots, or maybe even manga plots. Does anybody have one they want to start with?
4: I do have one loaded up if anyone else need, needs more time.
0: Go for it.
4: So, try to recall the plot of Soul Eater. God. I okay. watched all of this show when it was on Netflix. Uh, I, it might still be on Netflix. Mostly based on the fact that the first opening was an absolute banger. It was. God. So good. And then it just, uh, I mean, I know people like Paper Moon, but it's, it's not the same. <laughs> no, Paper Moon is still a banger, but it's not, it is not the first opening. No, it is, it is not the, the same. Let, let me put it this way. When I, when I heard uh, Resonance, I was like, okay, well, this is a feeling I haven't had since I first heard the, you know, the English Dragon Ball Z openings.
0: Yeah, it is up there. So I, I
4: was hype. And I, and I proceeded to get hype and watch the first season, and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. And then I watched the second season, and I was like, okay, this is still cool. And then I watched the third and fourth seasons, and I continued to, started to question, why am I watching this at, at this point? Because it's so stretched out. It did so.
0: go the way of the original Full Metal Alchemist. It mm-hmm. beat its manga to the punch, so mm-hmm. it had to do its own thing. Yeah, and you can tell. But
4: then again, the last two episodes are really, really, really good. Yeah. So, I remember those pretty well, and I remember the start pretty well, and everything in the middle, I know some character names, and there's some battles and fights, and I'm going to do my best with this, uh, and I'm not even going to look at the episode listing.
0: Okay, so, tell me when you're ready uh, to navigate me. Yeah, go ahead. I'm bringing okay. up the Wikipedia on my end, and I'll trace through things as best I can.
4: Okay, so, starts set. We have uh, Maka, Albarn, and... Soul Eater Evans. They are students at an academy run by Death, the literal Grim Reaper. He is a fun guy. uh, Guy? uh, Incarnation. Manifestation. Anthropomorphic personification, to quote Mr. Gratchett, Keep going Um, or I'll Reaper trap you. Exactly. Uh, They are learning how to fight evil, and evil is here defined as people who have gone crazy and decided to eat the souls of others for power. They're called Keishans, and apparently there was one really big one way back that uh, they needed to trap under the school, and it is still sitting there uh, under all kinds of magical guard, because of course In there is. a flesh bag. A bag of his own flesh, to be exact, I, I, I believe. So, their job is to kill uh, 99, like, deviants, I guess, people who are about to become Kishans, and then one witch. And if they do that, then Sol, who is, by the way, a scythe. He's not. He's also a boy. He's a boy who turns into a scythe for reasons. I mean, uh, if, if Ruby is It's Also a Gun, then the this show is It's Also a Weapon. Or it's also a human, I guess, because the weapons are all... Okay, whatever. Yes. Um, And Maka is his Meister, i.e. the person who wields the weapon. Their souls resonate with each other such that they can fight. I remember that, because there's a bit later on about a piano. I don't recall when that is, but we'll get there when we get there. So, uh, they are fighting people whose souls have become twisted, eating those souls because that's how soul Eater do, and then uh, they go to fight a witch, except the witch they fight, it's not a witch; it's a cat, and so they fail. Um, and I didn't actually make clear the stakes. If they manage to do that, then Sol b- goes from regular scythe to death scythe, which is to say he can be wielded by death. Good for him. Um, this all gets laid by the wayside essentially because the first season, while there is a lot of schoolroom antics, does not actually involve uh, a whole lot of attempting to fulfill this goal because there's, bigger, there's a bigger plot, plot to be uh, to be examined. Now, who are we ex- examining that bigger plot with? Well, we have uh, Black Star who is a ninja, and his uh, weapon who turns into a, a whole bunch of ninja tools, whose name I do not remember because she is never important. Subaki, Subaki thank you. Blackstar is arguably also never important. Um, at least to the plot as a whole. We
0: also have... He's, really uh, He's also the worst ninja ever.
4: I mean, he competes with Naruto for that title, certainly. Uh, we also have Death the Kid, who is Death's actual factual son. I don't know. How did Death have a son? I mean, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Exactly. It's anime. Um, he has a, a pair of weapons who are twins, Patty and I want to say Lupone? No, but that's, that's not correct.
0: No. Thompson. Patty and Thompson. Okay, thank you. Uh, no, no, sorry. The last name is Thompson. Um...
4: I have completely forgotten their names because, again, the weapons generally aren't relevant to the plot unless their name is Sol. This is true, I and it was Liz names. and Patty.
1: I was Liz. Thank you. Liz and I was Patty.
4: Thank you very much. Anyway, yes, they them. turn into twin pistols. He shoots them with his with his pinky fingers because he's classy like that, and or like the Magiko was just like, this is a fun image. Um, so they're all going to this school for crippling OCD. It, he does, but that's not terribly plot relevant. But I, it is a it is a fun thing to, to mention because he wants everything to be symmetrical, and his hair is not, and he can't get it to be. Well, until the very 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 end, but whatever um so they're all going to the school and you know having various school shenanigans they meet their teacher who is a frankenstein's monster of some description who fights with a uh, desk chair and uh, they go on adventures involving hunting down various ran- uh pardon me hunting down various souls that have gone off the off the path and then they meet another witch an actual witch this time like with, with a, covenant a competent such. witch yes a, co- uh, a scarily competent witch Please welcome uh, your nominees for Worst Mother in
0: Anime, Medusa. Oh, God. She really is, though. She really, really is. For reference, since this is getting a bit winding, uh, hopefully, uh, of our other hosts here, have you all seen Soul Eater?
1: Yeah, but see, if you had asked me to describe the plot, what I remember, I would have just said, Maka goes to Halloween
2: Town. Yeah, I would have Oh, my
0: God, I love it.
2: Mine would have been... People have weapons, but weapons are people too. And things happen in battles.
0: Yeah, Hayes, you, you've actually been really on point. Apart from not remembering a couple of weapon names, I'm not sure if this is actually just your sneaky way of trying to get everyone to watch Soul Eater. Oh, that's because this is <laughs> just season one. trying to spoil Soul Eater for
4: everyone. <laughs> this is just season one. We're we're gonna we're about to fall off a cliff hard after Krona gets introduced. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so Medusa of has. The Medusa, mother of the year, has a child, gender indeterminate. They're usually referred to as with gender-neutral pro- pronouns in the Japanese. Usually with English, if I remember the dub, except for Medusa, who calls uh, Crona an "it." Anyway, Crona is their kid. They conducted some experiments on Crona, uh, by which I mean turning, like, putting, the, pumping them full of evil blood. That was a parasite. If you if you've seen, like, you know, bl- uh, Blood Venom. Blockade Battlefront, s- same thing as with with that guy. They, they, she pumped him full of venom. Yes, exactly. Um, not venom from DC universe, venom from the Marvel universe, different things. She pumped, she pumped them full, uh, full of venom, and locked them in a room for
0: months. And that was fun. And basically, for Crona. so now I'm trying to remember along with you, Hayes. And basically, well, apart from all this torture and gaslighting, basically, Crona went off the deep end. They were trying to be bred into a Essentially. Essentially. A Um, with crazy, you know, blood powers. But power of friendship, of course, Maka helps uh, calm Krona down, and Krona starts going to death DWMA. Right, Uh, yes, that's what it was called. And basically... They then spend the other 40 episodes going back and forth with Medusa and a couple others. There's the constant sort of struggle of Corona, which apparently actually in the manga ends up becoming the central point, even though it's sort of shrugged off about two-thirds of the way through the anime. Right, yes. Right around the the time that... And it ran out of the anime, or re- ran out of the manga, rather.
4: Something like that. But it, it was, I think it was right around the, somewhere in the middle of Season 3, where Death brought in some dude who looks like he came, came out of One Piece to tune up the castle, quote-unquote, such that it can grow legs and... Well, not the castle, the town, such that it can grow legs and walk around. And then, like, eat things. Because everything in this show, show is more or less solved by either stabbing it with a scythe or eating it. Yeah. Now, the other or, thing is, if, or if, if you're it. death shooting it. Um, anyway, so uh, yes, power of friendship. Maka helps uh, Krona calm down and join join the squad. And then it is revealed that aha, you know that big evil thing we have locked under the under the castle. Guess who's going to try and release it? It's Medusa. So they do, and that's at the end of season one.
0: And well, then... we don't have all day to go through all the other seasons, but I'm guessing that's about all you remember.
4: Well, I'm gonna hit the. I'm gonna hit what I what I what I do remember. Okay, so you know how no. we have to have, like, you know how you know how we have to have like.
3: No,
2: hey. Stop. hey the You're...
4: others need to take their turns.
2: Hey, we we need to, to give everyone else eyes. a turn. A really stupid one.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry. I just need. I just need to get this off my chest because there's a bit with a <laughs> swole guy who's also a mosquito that they defeat by ter- by by having Sol play the piano with his soul. I do remember I don't that. Know how this works. But he was a buff mosquito man, and they—they like—they were—they were like, oh, we can't hear each other." But then Soul was like, "Don't worry, I have the power of classical music on my side." I
1: <laughs> do remember this because I'm pretty sure like 27 different AMVs had to show that scene. Oh
2: yeah, yeah exactly. it was a I great was, I looking scene.
3: Yeah, yeah, I've seen all the AMVs that use that episode. Yeah, but yeah. Uh-huh. It, yeah. it usually it usually had that and Alan Walker.
4: Anyway. Then, like, 60 episodes later, Maka runs at the Kishin
0: really hard and punches him in his stupid face. The clap, end. Clap, 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 clap.
2: <laughs>
0: Fun fact, the moon from Soul Eater appears at the end of Season 2 of Fire Force because they were made by the same mangaka, and now people are trying to decide, is that just a reference, or are we being told these actually exist in the same universe?
1: Oh, man, that's actually kind of cool.
0: Oh, my goodness.
4: Put a, put a red circle and an arrow on the thumbnail and you've got a video.
0: Yay! <laughs> Fine, anyway,
2: real yes, life that, That's mine.
0: All righty, uh, Franji, Mary, Tamsin, you all I, have
2: anything? I have one, and it's, and it's a show that no one has probably watched, and Joel, you've heard me talk about, but it's oh, the Oh boy, one. I'm excited. It's the one that I've talked about before that has such a big entry gate, and I'm just gonna go through it because it also does a, um, a Full Metal Alchemist kind of soul eater. of it caught up Ooh. with the manga, so it had to divert, and then it ends up being wrong and semi spoiling the manga. It's great, <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna listening. talk about KQ Hitman Reborn or Home Tutor Hitman Reborn.
0: <laughs> Home Tutor Hitman Reborn.
2: Yeah. I-
0: don't recall you actually rambling about this one to me so now i'm curious
2: bring it up so the reason why and i'm gonna this is this is the entry point and this is from what i remember of trying to get people to watch it with me if you weren't already into it when it was high in shonen jump uh this is a brief history of it uh so the mangaka is the same mangaka for psychopaths uh same artist so you've seen it really bishoujo was not bishoujo looking guys at the beginning of kqo hitman were uh and uh it as a comedy and man it's rough so in the manga uh it's you have to read 60 chapters of comedy before it gets to anything kind of shonen so it's real kind of teeth puller which in anime translates to you have to watch about like 15 episodes of just the main character being a, a whiny high schooler that you want to punch because <laughs> he's so annoying uh so it's a very there's a very high entry level uh and what got me into it was i read a bunch of them and then i saw on my manga side it's like hey this is like number three i'm like what do you mean it's number three and so i jumped to like 257 i'm like wow everyone has a glow up and uh this is a good fight let's let's go let's do it <laughs> let's binge
4: so who who's our cast
2: so you start off with uh uh Sawada, Suno, Yoshi. He is a freshman in high school, I believe. He is a wimp. No one likes him. Everyone calls him Dame Suna, no good Suna. No one likes him. He has a crush on the main, uh, like, kind of uh, idol girl, what's-her-face for high school. Uh, Kyoko? Kyoko. Uh, uh, Sugara, I believe, or something close to that. Uh, and um, his grades are real bad. Every, he's, he's really just below mediocre in a lot of things. He whines. He, he's nervous about a lot of stuff. Everything goes wrong. And so um, his mom, uh, which everyone just calls uh, mama, because there's a lot of children in this. <laughs> so it's usually just mama. Uh, she uh, is like, oh, I'm going to get you a home tutor. And he's like, eh, whatever. No, but okay. And in comes Reborn, a small baby in (laughs) a full suit and hat, you know, like a mafia would. And uh, he's his home tutor. And Suda's like, this is a child. This is a joke. I'm going to school. And Reborn's like, I'm going to teach you how to be a man. He's like, no, you won't. And then uh, Reborn shoots him in the head.
0: (laughs) I, I was follow. I was following this Boss Baby knockoff up until then. And this is a comedy manga at this point, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he shoots him in the head, and uh, he comes back to life because he gets reborn. Oh, oh,
0: oh.
4: item drop. Yeah, I see. Something
2: called he has flame on his head, which you learn is his Dying Wolf Flame later on. Um, but he's still early on in the stages of Dying Wolf Flame, so he doesn't have control of it, and he kind of goes into. Um, like last dying thoughts, uh, instinctual uh, mode. So whatever he was thinking as he was dying is what he does, such as I'm going to go uh, propose to Kyoko, or I'm, I'm going to go ace this test, or I'm going to go win the wrestling match. But he does this and he loses all his clothes and he just has boxers on. So it's like that for like 60 chapters or for like 15. It's really annoying. Uh, we also slowly get introduced to the rest of the cast that ends up being part of his familia which is um, we have Gokudera Hayato, who uh, is half Italian and is trying to defeat Suna. And you learn with Gokudera, I think Gokudera is the first one that you meet and not, you kind of meet the others, but Gokudera is the first one to befriend him kind of, Um, that Suna is actually why Reborn showed up is because he's in the long line to inherit the tenth boss position of the Vongole family, uh, which is a mafia in Italy. He has long distant heritage uh, with the bo- uh, with the main line of the familia and he's in line to inherit because uh, the ninth doesn't have ch- true children. Uh, so Hayato's also in line for this, and so he shows up with dynamite and stuff to blow him up and kill him. And through dying will, he does not kill Suna. And he's like, then I'll be your right-hand man and is the biggest simp. It's hilarious. And then uh, you meet Yamamoto. uh, Tadashi? It's been a while since I've had to remember both names and not numbers. Uh, But Yamamoto is the star baseball player. uh, And he ends up befriending... Oh, gosh, that's right. He ends up befriending uh, Suna because he ends up breaking his arm and things go south from him and Suna saves his life um I forgot about that plot line and then we meet uh Siguar uh Ryohei who's older who is the sister of Kyoko or brother of Kyoko and is head of the um wrestling
1: What's the f- uh
2: so- I'm, I'm dying <laughs> It's, it's it's there's a lot to take. This is still in comedy, Wait, okay? I,
1: I also think I misunderstood the whole like topic here because you and Hayes are yeah, describing. Yeah, both this have this so very good memories. Good. Th- yeah. this
0: is. Oh, I, I guess we don't is understand how deep. Uh, describe. It. Uh, this is yeah. It's become in an anime really well. I think.
2: Oh, oh I, I haven't been this deep in the... When I... I I'm i not joking when I say I don't fully remember characters' names. If I read them, I remember them. We... Th- this is the comedy bit that... This is just the foundation for the series. There are, like, five other familias with at least five to ten members that you have to remember. I'm going to forget names. Don't you worry.
4: Mary, be straight with me. Is yes. this going to turn into JoJo's Part 5?
2: I haven't seen JoJo's, but I'm going to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just because... Yeah, but this also has one of my favorite uh, fandom things, which is, so, like, Suna, it, like, all their names associate with numbers, so the entire fandom, like, if you look any shipping stuff up, it's done by numbers, so, like, Suna is 27, while Hayato is, uh, like, 59, it's great. So, everyone has a number associated. And remind
0: me the title of this once more.
2: Keikyo Hitman Reborn. It's three words. Keikyo is one word. It's 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 spelled just as you think it is.
0: All right, I found it
2: oh yeah so so then oh and then sometime during this i completely forgot the worst character of them all lambo lambo is a true five-year-old he shows up
0: this thing had 203 episodes
2: (laughs) that's so many wow i'm still in episodes like 15 apparently no, it has the what? rights to it <laughs> no they don't they had the rights to the anime and they have dropped it and then they had the rights to the first 14 volumes and then they didn't get the rest of it so you can only read the full anime truly in japanese because or... no one wants to buy the rest in english or no one has bought the rest in english at least huh i know i'm very angry this is a series i want to own all of and i can't <laughs> I've I've talked to our friend Corey about this, about how to buy it properly in Japanese. <laughs> um, so Lambo comes in, true five-year-old. He's in a cowman outfit. Joel can attest to this because I know he's looking at it.
0: A cowman outfit, you said? Yes.
2: I, Think Mineta. Right, I'm looking at
0: the Wikipedia page and just sort of marveling <laughs> at that, but now I'm just looking up that. Look like for a five-year-old and cow- in a
2: cow
1: onesie.
0: Good lord! Wait, we, we
1: stopped. We stopped Hayes because he was going on too long with like his three seasons or whatever. Oh, what, but now what, Mary's what, what, what like, now, now we two... have two hundred three
2: episodes." That... No, no, we we got it. Oh, oh, no, no. Yeah,
0: we we've got to hit our time limit here.
2: <laughs> I can breeze through it after this. So you know, this Lama is only an pod- hour podcast, right? Big bazooka that causes time travel.
4: You should have started with that.
2: Yeah. This is just going to
4: be Jojo's,
2: <laughs> and then. And then we start to actually get into stuff. So then we have uh, Mukuro Rukuro, who is in Mafia prison for some reason. I don't remember, why.
0: It's not uh, he, normal prison. It's Mafia prison. It's Mafia
2: prison. It's high-tech Mafia prison because Mafia has technology that regular uh, people do not. Anyway, as you can tell by pink time travel bazooka that does 10 years at a time? 10 years at a time. And
0: just baby in tux and We'll get
2: hat. to that. So. <laughs> We don't Man, I'm gonna cut of you off. So, Mugurodokuro does illusions. Try- oh, and then uh, Hibari Kiyoya is the prefect. He is think um, Todoroki, but darker. That's and and with tonfas. That's Hibari. So, um, so yeah. Then we meet Urukudo, and then he ends up being defeated. I think it was him in person and not illusion. Uh, so then they're kind of sideways, and then we start getting the Varia coming, which is an assassin gang.
1: Okay, no, oh, I'm, I'm cutting you like, off at no, no, assassin we, game. We, we, we have know. 10
2: minutes left we, of well, normal
0: well, we podcast time. Closer to 20 game. minutes because we started a bit I, late. Is, but I, yeah, I, no, Mary, you're remembering too much for something that you're not supposed to remember. I,
2: I've yeah, laid yeah, the foundation. A... Then there's assassin gang. Then <laughs> I think after that is when you go 10 years into the future but then they stop halfway because they caught up with the manga and it's not truly 10 years in the future you come back and you learn that Reborn is part of a group of mafia babies but they're not babies because of weird stuff i don't remember how it is yeah weird stuff
0: sounds like a real good way to
4: and describe they
2: go this Back to 10 years <laughs> into the future um and they try to save the world and then they befriend the people there and then I don't know. Watch TV. That's, v. When that's when better that time ends.
0: travel than this.
2: <laughs> Mary, oh. in all seriousness, I love you to death. But we, we gotta we got a round table I here. Think, and we gotta I think let that's some other where people they finished in that and where they had to leave off with the manga. Because I think truly in the manga after 10 years is where they do the Aqua arc and oh, they can't
0: No, 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 no. The, we're not we're not getting into arcs, Mary. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Tamsin, no, do you I'm have done. anything? I
3: don't. I, I just want to get through that there's not good time travel. I'm I'm very intrigued. I have to say I'm very intrigued about the pink time travel gun. And now now I, I it's bazooka. <laughs> Excuse me, bazooka. And now I just have all these sorts of theories. Are they babies because of the pink time travel bazooka? We didn't even to get to
2: that. They fight with elements and that are like flames and their weapons. So oh,
3: so like firebenders also kind of.
2: No, it's so much closer to Soul Eater, but it's so much stupider. <laughs>
0: All right, so Tamsin, I we've it. basically gone off the rails here. It doesn't necessarily need to be a show you can't remember anymore. It can just be in an absurd anime plot. Do whatever you want. We're I don't even know anymore.
3: Floor's well, yours. I guess so. I I picked. I I first was thinking. So one other show I've been rewatching recently is Paranoia Agent, and oh, so yes. I thought of Paprika because I haven't seen Paprika in a while, and I was like, you know, all have only sorts seen of- the
0: trailers for that thing, and that just looks like an acid trip.
3: Yeah, basically. Uh, but then I thought, okay, well, what about like, you know, because Paprika is, is super fun. And and I, when I watched it, I don't remember the plot anymore. But when I watched it, I had a lot of fun. But it still kind of, you know, has some like some serious undertones. And I thought, okay, what is like a really ridiculous show that, you know, basically no matter how I describe the plot, it's going to be that. Uh, and I'm going to attempt to recall the plot for Fooly Cooly. <gasps> oh. Yay! So, as, are we on a ride
2: now,
0: boys? Episodes. I assume we're only doing the first season.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, the first six episodes. Basically, yeah. they had like yeah, the, the second and third
0: season made like yeah. two years ago or something. But we're just doing classic FLCL here.
3: Yeah, just the classic, exactly. Okay. So, as I remember it, I don't even remember how long ago I watched it. Um, the main character is a. M- little kid just started middle school. I believe his name is Steve. So Steve (laughs) is, you know, just kind of trying to make it through middle school life. And he has a girl who he has a crush on, I'm pretty sure, because that's just natural for middle school. And he really wants to his, his two main goals in the series is confess his to his crush, and also to win the science fair project. I can tell you
4: that already we are off the rails.
3: (laughs) And as he's, you know, he's sort of, you know, really struggling with this and has to deal with a lot of kind of problems that the kind of middle schoolers kids that age have to deal with, uh, including really severe acne that turns into robots uh, (laughs) that, you know, he then I think he ends up like befriending his, his um, acne robot and they, they make really good friends. And then at some point, you know, every every one of these anime series has to have a uh, kind of a role model, you know, somebody who can sweep in and give advice to the main protagonist and, uh, you know, just be like a guiding light to them. And that's the uh, wild, guitar-wielding Haruka, um, who I believe is also a, a delivery driver for DoorDash. Uh, <laughs>
0: We're just going to say yes. yes.
3: Um, you know, she drives her Vespa around. It's a very cool Vespa. Uh, she looks very cool. Uh, actually, first time I met Franji, she was cosplaying Haruka. So that's uh, <laughs> that's a fun fact to throw out there. Um, but um, yeah, with the help of of Haruka and and the robot um, that the the acne robot that uh, at some point came out of Steve's head, uh, you know, he ends up. Uh, getting up the courage to confess to uh, his love interest and he makes a really cool solar model to present at the science fair project. Actually, no, it's not, it's not, it's not a solar model. It's, I think he just ends up presenting the robot. Um, And, you know, nobody questions where this really high tech um, machinery came from uh, and he, he wins everything and, and the world is happy at the end, the end.
4: Yay. For what it's worth, this is kind of more what I had in mind when I suggested this topic. <laughs> and congratulations, well done. That was
0: fifteen percent correct. <laughs> Yay, uh, Franji! Did you have one?
1: I'm dying. I'm gonna be even worse at this. No, the only, the first anime that I thought of was um. Scride, because somebody posted the opening theme song to it, and that's about the only thing I remember. So I'm sitting, I was sitting thinking to myself actually just the other day, going, What the heck was Scride even about when I watched it? And I think it was about a shonen protagonist that had like a bionic arm or some kind of like mechanical arm, as you do, I don't know, as you do, and he like shoots lasers out of it or something. And I just remember him being really angry. And surrounded by his, you know, girl harem of like the girlfriend girl with the magic necklace and like As the little sister girl who looks like Nunnally because she's got the hair or something. And like, I don't know, the pretty boy on the opposite side, the pretty boy rival in like the long purple coat. So everyone was probably slashing them. And I'm I'm pretty sure that the entire plot was the guy was going to take his arm and yell a lot and like attack the other guy the end that's all i remember of Scride. if anybody can help me yeah
3: that'd be great
4: (laughs) okay but was the arm actually his wife the whole time
1: no i it was just his arm if i recall i think maybe it like tried to take him over or something or he could like expand it you know because it leveled up because it's shonen so like it would transform to look different and i don't i don't i don't remember i just remember he was angry all the time
4: Okay, because you you, you you female say bionic arm and angry all the time, and my mind goes straight to Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom three.
3: <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm looking at the poster for this, and I see that uh, it looks like Ray Ayanami is also in the show. Oh, yep, mm-hmm. pretty much could be <laughs> some some Ray Ayanami knockoff, I, perhaps. Has no one else ever seen Skrider? I have not. No. Oh dang! Nope. So no one can help
1: me. That's a really bad retelling from me. I have such a bad
0: Don't worry, my retelling's going to be about there because the thing is, I was initially thinking, okay, if we do the one where it's uh, most absurd anime that we've seen or stuff, because Franji, you know, we've actually done an episode about absurd anime things, but I was saying, all right, we have three new people this week, so we can revisit that type of topic and it'll be fine, and then it spiraled into this, but whatever. (laughs) But then when I was thinking about that, I realized that, one of the shows that I brought up as sort of the quintessential, holy heck, why does this thing exist? How does this thing exist? I realized I don't actually remember 90% of the show anyways. And this is a show called Bento. And I have seen this one. Okay, I can help. I watched and the first this episode. Show... Oh, good. Yes. Don't worry. I feel like you don't need to see anything past the first episode. <laughs> but did you enjoy the first episode, Franji?
1: Um. It was a little over the top and silly, but yeah, a it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad.
0: A little very over the top. This I, series is about it Battle Royale is not the right phrase here because Battle Royale assumes that there's actual fight to the death and that only one person's standing. But basically it is convenience store fight club. I like that analogy actually. Um essentially there's this guy, main character, kind of a bit of a loser, who is hungry and stops by his local uh, Conbi convenience store in Japan. And he goes there wanting to get, as you do, a prepackaged bento, which is, you know, just a box that has a basic meal in it. There's going to be some rice, some meat, whatever. He goes in, he uh, he grabs one thing, and then he's beaten to a bloody pulp. And some girl takes the stuff that he was going to buy, and calmly checks out and enjoys it outside and eats it and goes along her way. And he wakes up and is told by the owner of this establishment, who apparently has no qualms with his store becoming a fight club, as we now find out on the daily, because apparently, I'm sorry, uh, every day when they, you know, it gets to around four or five in the afternoon, whatever, and they're like, well, we have all this prepared foodstuffs that we can't let sit overnight so we need to sell it by the end of the day or it's just going to get thrown out so they put the little sale stickers on it and apparently these sales stickers are a carte blanche to let all heck break loose and as soon as these stickers hit the bentos that it becomes fight club and people just fight each other over these cheap delicious or you know semi-delicious bento boxes not um, filling I can't recall for the life of me what actually happens in the plot after this absurd premise is established. There's the initial girl who beats up our pro tag, and she's the Rei Ayanami type of kind of silent but very good at what she does. I remember there being another girl who I think is a bit more energetic, and I think she's sundere. Um, oh, no, her, her her characterization is not uh, sundere. It's Fujoshi. Oh, thank you, Hayes, thank you. You're welcome. Um, and the guy just sort of has to train up because he's hungry and apparently he can't go to any other convenience stores to try and buy Bento. It has to be this one. So he trains to fight and
4: Oh I don't it's so much remember. better than that.
0: It's so much better than that. No, it like, happens at ever... every convenience store. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because it's <laughs> it's this underground, you know, like secret, but everybody knows open secret fighting circuit. Um I don't recall. Oh yeah, isn't there like this one OP person who's going from convenience store to convenience store and beating up everyone and like the fact that they exist is apparently upsetting the status quo and they need to stop this person even though that person can really only go to one convenience store a day. So
4: uh, dude with the like, jacket? I think. No, dude dude with the jacket is a guy who graduated from the fight club and just comes back to like mentor our hero for a second and his claim to fame was that he once did, you know, the full route. And was so tired by the end of it that he collapsed in the middle of the street and ate uh, ate his prizes
0: there, <laughs> mm-hmm. because he would rather be flattened by a car than see it go to waste. Yes, I don't recall what the actual end game of this series was. I I, I can have tell no you no memory actually. Of it whatsoever.
4: Would, would you believe that uh, the Ray Ionami type falls into a, not a coma, but just gets this gets the flu and has the sniffles and has to stay out of the, the last couple episodes for that's the reason? Wow. Wow. Yeah, and the the conflict there is that there's these two uh, there's these two girls who show up who are like twin sisters who are expert fighters with uh, like the the handheld shopping carts. Uh, so they kick everyone's ass repeatedly and just dominate the the the, the competition. And and they're like, ah, oh, yes, this is all right. This is I mean, not fun anymore because everyone's getting their ass kicked all, all the time and nobody get, no everyone goes hungry. Uh, so another guy shows up and he's like, aha, they did this at the last high school they were in. Uh, I will drive them out of town by making sure that nobody ha- nobody fights at all. Um,
0: because oh, so it a that. Uh, that you have ultimate pacifism, but then that also goes against what people want because people enjoyed the fighting. So then you exactly. have to fight for your right to fight. You have to fight for your right for Bento. Yep, sounds about right to me. <laughs> Yeah, the the, the, the way that the it, final... It was final very fan service heavy, and yeah. if, the other thing I remember, because it was just so flippin' random, it, this show had a thing for stockings. <laughs> it really did! Oh my god, I didn't realize that until now. Like, I don't... It, it was a weird show. It was something where, if you want, much like convenience sorbento, just some junk food to enjoy... Something that's, I don't know if I can call it comfort food because you're going to also get kicked in the jaw several times, but uh, it's like it's it like, like cheap curry. nutritional value in terms of plot, just like the bentos. It, it's like cheap curry, very spicy, and that's about it. There you go. Yeah.
4: And although I can not tell you that the way that the final conflict is resolved is the main character takes a lap around the block. He literally goes for a run to build up an appetite so that his stomach growls and everyone else is like, hey,
0: we should fight. I don't remember that, but I completely believe you. Mm-hmm. It was extremely disappointing.
2: <laughs> this is called Bento?
0: Yep. Bento, just B-E-N-T-O. I'm adding it to my watch list.
2: <laughs> also, op-
0: uh, you know, opening, kind of a banger. The opening was actually very good. I do remember this. But yeah, um, kind of trashy. But if you're in the mood for trash, you can do worse. And uh, that's about all I got. Now we're about a time. So, hey, at the very least, like maybe we could have gone more rounds, but hey, hey, isn't Mary, your <laughs> diatrides, your tirades, your I arcs, rants <laughs> at least padded out the episode. So, good job, I guess. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> this was not our average episode of DeKai. We usually have more of a round table as opposed to you know, taking turns monologuing, but this was still fun. We have had our monologue episodes before, so it's not a, a first of at the very least. And uh, it was good to have people on talking about their different things. Um, So thank you very much to Mary, Hayes, and Tamsin. I do hope we'll be able to get you on again sometime for hopefully a more normal, more planned show that has a bit more banter back and forth because y'all, well, I know Mary and Hayes very well, and I know that you all can banter quite well. Tamsin, I do apologize. I feel like you weren't able to talk as much as we would have liked, but I do want to do one last round through. Before we go, does anybody have anything that they want to plug, advertise, etc.? This is your moment to shill. you coming up next on DPR. DPR
2: uh so uh my I don't really use Instagram that much but I do try to use Twitter uh it's going to be La Studios Volpe and if you go there uh if I get back in the mood of doing crafts I try to do uh I started posting my cross stitch and crochet stuff I need to actually post my heartless crochet little plush that I was real cute I just need to actually post it um but I've done a I should have two cross stitch technically I should have a third one up soon Uh, I have one from Achievement Hunter, that's Fiona, and then one that's from uh, Beard Bros. And then uh, I have one from a podcast I listen to uh, that's about a true crime. So I kind of just have an eclectic of, I've made these, does someone want these patterns I've made? And that's that's that.
4: Hayes, you have anything to shill? I barely exist. Let me just say, next time on Dragon Ball
0: D. No, wait, I take that back immediately. You know how have we never actually thought of that before, Frangi?
1: I I don't know. We have so many good D puns, but uh, Dragon
0: Ball Z. How about that one? That that sounds a little bit better.
1: I like them both.
0: We'll have to consult with Mario about this on uh, figuring out a bumper or something, maybe. (laughs) Anyways, uh, Tamsin, what about you?
3: Um, nothing to promote, but this has been extremely fun, and uh, I am excited to never have to watch Soul Eater again, and also (laughs) to start uh, Kick Your Hit and Reborn at episode 200.
0: That sounds (laughs) like a great plan.
3: (laughs) To find out how it ends. Start, like, season two, maybe three. (laughs) Okay, perfect. (laughs) I'll put that on my to-watch list then.
4: Apparently it becomes Uh... Back to the Future?
3: (laughs) Uh, oh no, you. Uh,
2: it starts getting good at Assassination. Oh uh, one of my, my favorite God. characters is in Assassination. He's a shark boy. I have a nendoroid of him. I'm very proud of Squalo.
0: Is there Mary, a love you girl? We need to have a TED talk about this series.
2: <laughs> I, Joel, I have talked about when it's been Anime Night and it's just Corey and I, and I've talked about it to another friend. I love Kate Kyo Hitman Reborn so much, but I also acknowledge the fault of how big it is. I am willing to make a TED Talk PowerPoint of here is the entry level, like so you can skip or sixty. Or just you know, make a YouTube episodes.
0: channel about this series and just go nuts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I. Will, I haven't had someone to talk about this series to since 2013.
0: I can tell. I can
1: kind
2: of tell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways,
0: uh, Franji, do you have anything?
1: No, I just, I did say Nunnally's name earlier, but I don't think we quite got our, our weekly I code we GIAS mentioned. As our in... mention. Okay, all right, just making sure.
0: Yes, good. Yeah, uh, we have a thing where every week we do our best to make sure that code Geass is referenced at least once.
2: <laughs> of course you do, Joel. <laughs>
0: Well, to be fair, I'm just, all of the normal hosts love (laughs) Code Geass. It's not just me forcing it upon the show.
1: It's definitely (laughs) not just him. Uh. But
0: yes. Uh, And as for myself, I don't have too much. Uh, I'm here, obviously, every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern time for this DKai podcast. I'm also here with RJ on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, We were streaming Pokemon Snap. Last week, we're going to be doing some Miitopia the week after, and then finally getting back to our visual novel ways with uh, Famicom Detective Agency the week after that. So lots to look forward to. There is also the one-year anniversary of Radio Dramas, which will be on Saturday, May, I think it's 24th, as I go to check my calendar. And we are going to be doing Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I'm actually going to be starting the script adaptation next week on that. So lot to look forward to on that. And as always, there is plenty of nerdy content to enjoy here on Digital Era Entertainment uh, six nights a week. And you can also stick around for a bit after this. We are going to be doing our weekly happy hour. So actually, if any of you guests want to stick around, we always do some Among Us. I'm not going to be able to stick around, but if you want to, you are more than welcome to for, as we call it, Murder Time, Murder Time, fun, fun, fun. And uh, apart from that, you can visit our sponsor, Image Anime. You can get 20% off all in-stock items using the code DISCOUNT, D-E-E-S-C-O-U-N-T, and that code is good between now and the end of the year. They're a local mom-and-pop anime shop in downtown New York City, but they will ship anywhere in the U.S. So do check them out. Uh, We're really happy to work with them. They've been working with Digital Air Entertainment since basically the group's inception, way, way, way back in the early 2010s. And other than that, I think we are about done here. So thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been the 56th episode of the Dekai podcast. Stay safe, stay sane, get your Fauci and we will see you next time on Digital Era Twitch.